Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good evening. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. This is John speaking, standing in for George, who is uh, just returning from his worldwide travels well, he, in America. He's, he's been doing a um, America tour for the more than just a podcast. He didn't do any outside broadcasts, though. I noticed, but maybe technical issues. He did watch the game yesterday because we were in communication. But uh, yes, yeah, so. I'm in for him, and this well, is... Well, usually you're here anyway, yeah, so I'm you're not here in anyway. for him. Yeah, I'm not here for him. And Sean is with us. Hello, Sean, good, or with me. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, Jonathan. How are you? I'm well. I'm f- I've <laughs> I didn't watch the Spurs game, and I watched um, the Man United game on a mobile in um, Debenhams in Oxford Street. Nice. Well, I know. Let's get into that then. Let's but start. I, I think there. I can. I think I can blag it though. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure you can. Well, we've got to start. You know, let's we didn't make the Spurs the, game. Yeah, let's start with the Tottenham game. Go. Well, I didn't watch it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't miss much. I mean, obviously we lost three-two, um, and it's probably a little bit painful to bring that up. But you know, we, by all intenses, we turned up, which we haven't done for a long time, and. You know, to be 2-1 up with four minutes to go and lose 3-2 to the Dirty Spurs is probably one of the cruelest cruelest ways to happen. We all know a Spurs fan, don't we? We do. So we sort of went in hiding on Monday, away from Spurs fans, uh, because they do love a lucky win. They do. Did they they deserve the win, John? Well, again, I was at a wedding so they, they you didn't they, watch it either. So let's, let's face facts. The reason we didn't do a podcast last week is because George was in America. Yeah. And you you and I, neither of us... It was my, us, my son's birthday, by the way. My excuse. Uh, well, neither of us actually watched the game live. Obviously, recorded watch, it watch to, to watch it. Gritted teeth, match of the day. And I was at a wedding highlights. where there happened to be two relations that were Tottenham fans. Oh, God. Where, you know, when it was 88, 89 minutes, I was... Keeping my powder dry, you know, having quite been a quite experienced West Ham fan, keeping myself to myself, knowing it wasn't over till it's over. And then I properly got it at the end of it all. So by the time I actually got home from that wedding, I was sick of talking about it. So, Who's to blame, John? Um, I don't know. I, 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 all I, I flipped through it. Just to, All I wanted to see was, was it a penalty? And it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely a penalty. And, you know, their their goals, it was just poor defending. And Nordvelt shouldn't have gone through the player like he did. He's so do you blame Bilic for bringing on Nordvelt? Who, let's be honest, is a waste of space. Well, I, don't, I mean, I don't, you know, I, I saw Nordvelt earlier on in the season in the European games, he looked a decent player. Since the Premier League has started, he's looked pretty average, if not awful. Um, 
the theory of taking off an attack. He took off um, Dimmy, didn't he? Yeah. Pi and, and brought Norvell on. You know, in theory... Like for like uh, change uh, there. Well, in theory, 89 <laughs> minutes yeah. when you're winning away from home, that isn't a bad... You know, from a management point of view, that's not a bad thing to do. So, But hindsight is a wonderful thing. Hindsight is a wonderful thing. Norvell is, is... I don't know if he's a decent player. I haven't seen enough of him to judge the man. I wouldn't want to you know, cast him aside just like that. I mean, Zaza's another story. I mean, he should have passed it across to Pyatt. I see that. Zaza, Torre, Fenguli, Norfolk. There's a pattern here. Yeah, shit signings. They're all shit. Yeah, shit signings in the summer, which is the pretty much the reason we are where we are. Yeah. Zaza. It's just, it's, it's, I mean, the fact that our strikers are was awful. But anyway, so as a consequence, I didn't really watch the game. So last week we thought, you know what? We've got nothing good to say. Let's leave that there. So let's leave the Tottenham game there, well, shall who's, we? Who's, uh, remind me who scored the two goals. Who scored the two goals for yeah. us? Lanzini, Penn, and Mikel Antonio Header. Yeah. Yeah. That should have been enough, shouldn't it? Well, the thing is that Spurs have been sh pretty sh shit. Their form has been pretty awful. So, by all sense, from what I heard, we'd done well and we outplayed them at times and whatever we did, we should have won the game. But we didn't. And as you say, we all know a Spurs fan in a certain group we were all in on the WhatsApp. Yeah. Who gave us a nice... I use I don't use this word very often. I had to use the C word against yeah, him. Yeah, the... Uh, the Sunday morning as I woke up there it was good morning everyone especially Sean and John <laughs> anyway quick stat attack the dirty Spurs had 67% of possession actually uh, we had to do with 33 obviously uh, they had 14 shots 6 of which were on target we had 11 of which 3 were on target so they had 3 more shots twice as many shots on target to be fair to them doesn't surprise me. Um, but, we, you know, when you're playing away from home, you have to soak it up and get it on the counter, don't you? Yeah, but you put that in, if you put that those stats into perspective of what we look at next, which would be the Man U game. Well, funny you should say that, John. I would have thought they'd be quite similar. Oh, they are. That's exactly, <laughs> that's exactly what they are. Having watched that game yesterday, I, I, I didn't feel terribly threatened throughout the game. Yeah, well, you, you are spot on there because I was just about to say that. So um, the possession, very, very similar. Man United had one extra percent, 68% possession they had to our 32%. The big difference yesterday is the number of shots they had. They had 17 shots, eight of which were on target. We only had six and two. So that if you look at it that it way, yeah. you could say that Randolph kept us in it and oh, they were probably could feel unlucky of of, of not doing better. Randolph had a, a good game and he's warranting his place, but uh, you know their sh I don't know they were their shots or their attempts weren't very uh, weren't very good, were they? No. You know, if they if they were f a bit more decisive for their finishing, we would have been well beaten. Yeah. But then we had a chance, didn't we? We had a penalty, as far as I'm concerned. That was a handball. Yeah. Old Rojo put his hand to the ball. I know it was low down, but his, his hand came out from his side. Ball to hand. It looked like a pen to me. to me. Like a pen. So, you know, you don't get those at Old Trafford, I know, but we could have well have done and got a penalty then. If um, Fletcher had just squared the ball to Dimmy instead of trying to dribble through the hole of the defence and hit the keeper with it, didn't he? Yeah. At the end... Dimmy, did did he do enough for you? He's by the way, he's still top of the stats. More chances created by Dimmy this season than any other player. Forty six chances created by Dimmy Pyatt, even though he's having a poor season. I think there was a better work rate about him yesterday. He he looked a bit more at it. I do think so. Yeah. Chiati, by the way, most interceptions in the whole of the Premier League. Well, Does that surprise that, you? That's what happens when you're in a defensive. Sorry, role. most into into sorry. Most interceptions for a um, midfielder, should I mention? Yeah, not he's, as play a yeah he's playing in, as a defender. He's so playing as a defender, so, yeah. you know, so that it's hardly surprising. Yeah, that's not really surprising, is it? Um, but who who else stood out for you? Who was your man of the match? 
my man of the match yesterday. Um, I don't know really. I don't know. Again, though, it was quite solid. Apart from the the obvious lapses of defensive work by Ginge, you know, in he's looking. It's looking more and more like as if he is last season. Mm. Did you see the defender? We've been linked Sunderland defender. No. Is his name? Is it pronounced Kone? Yeah. 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 Fifteen million. Really? See, I'd like. Guess I'd what? He's also in the African Nation Cup, so we'd lose him for like uh, three weeks, so from January to February or whatever. I like I I personally like to think that you know, obviously I think our first our first pairings uh Reed and Ogbonna. Yeah. But he's playing a three, isn't he, at the moment, so yeah. but you know, he could continue as but I would like to see like if Ginger's going that this is gonna be his last year, see Reese Burke. I was gonna say Reese Burke, did you see the picture of him with I the fans? Yeah, did you yeah, yeah, did you not see my reply to you? I did see the reply. Yeah. I didn't claim it was my picture, by the way. Uh -huh. Someone it was sent to me by okay. someone there. And uh I would like to see him and Oxford in Just to be clear, for those who don't know, Reese Burke turned up. He's at Wigan on loan at the moment, which is only twenty five miles away from Manchester. I had to look that up on a map. because uh, geography wasn't my strong point. Uh, he travelled down, just probably on the bus with the or train with uh, really a normal fan. Really joined in queuing up, going into the Old Trafford. No VIP, no you know chauffeur or box for him. He just joined in with normal yeah, lads. He's, he's a lifelong West Ham fan. He did the same at the bowling ground against Manchester United on the last game of the season. And did do you remember? And I don't he, remember. he got asked for ID at the place car park. He had to Google a picture of himself on Google Images and show it to the security guard to prove he was a player. True story. True story. But yeah, I'd yeah. like to see that happen next season. And, and Reese Oxford, who's about to sign a new contract, John. Is he? Yes. And there's how many times you've been saying he's not going to. I know, but he changed his mind. Excellent. I was told his mum was dead against it and her head had been turned. But apparently, maybe it was all a ploy, um, we're very close to signing a long-term contract. By the way, the reason he can't sign a contract, before everybody goes, oh, the people have been talking about it, he can't sign a contract until he's 18, 18 years old. Yeah. He's not 18 until December. Yeah. So we know exactly when he will sign a contract. It's on his 18th birthday. which He's is injured now, isn't he, at the moment? He's he is he's injured. Yeah, he's got a knock. But I, I'll, yeah, so so yeah. has Jonathan Caleri, which you brought up. I know we're slightly going off, off, off piece of the Manchester United game. We'll come back to it. But Jonathan Caleri uh, has, has got an injury. Has he gone back? He, I don't know. I didn't ask that. I didn't ask that question. But he is out for four weeks, four to six weeks. And they will review, like they're going to review all the loan signings, what their options are in the January window. So there's a possibility... If they could do something, he will be gone. How much was his loan fee? Uh, it wasn't as much as <laughs> Torre's loan fee. So with Torre was five mil, wasn't he? Four mil, 4.2. Five million euros. Right, 4.2. Um, Sarza was five. Was five million euros as well. And Caleri, about 1.5 or no, something. Yeah, no, no. It if it was, it was about a million euros, so it's maybe 800,000. So essentially they've done 10 million pounds in loan fees on players that are absolutely awful. The man in charge ain't happy. Wow. He ain't happy. I don't blame him as well. But well, then what's he going to do? Sack himself? Well, well, I would say the manager made those decisions. Would you? Yeah. Do you honestly believe that yep. a Slav is... He's, I, put, he's putting the blame look, on Slav. I, I'm not going to blame Slav, but all I can tell you is what I know. Torre. Torre was his I number can, one yeah, choice. Yeah, I can understand that being his pick. Slav wanted to do a permanent deal. And the powers that be made it a loan deal. Yeah, I can the see that. Same being with Zaza, made it a loan deal. And I would say Clary, yes, was probably the chairman's choice. There you go. And he got that one wrong. The other two, I, I'm going to pin firmly on the door of Slavon Bilic. Yeah, do you think so? Yep. Do you honestly think that given yep. the choice of strikers, he chose yep. Zaza? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All, all this talk about yep. getting Batshuayi. All the I, talk I, I about don't care getting what you say. I know. Well, I'm not going to go. Yeah, I know details. who you're talking about, but do you not think yeah. they're just giving that to no. you for you to no. spread? Doesn't lie. Oh, 
Never lies. Oh. Never lies. Oh, my. Incapable of lying. You are incredible. Incapable of lying. You are what people say you are. Ma- many things, but he's unca- incapable yeah, of lying. You're just anyway, just moving on. Back to the mansion. Absolute mouthpiece. Uh, going back to my man of the match. You missed it there. Missed the point. It's got to be Randy, isn't it? Man of yeah, the match. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. The obvious one. Obviously. Um, for you, is he the number one now? I believe so, yeah. I think it's worth his... He staked his claim. He should yeah. stay there, shouldn't he? Until should they, he play Adrian? Would it surprise you that Adrian's coming back on Wednesday to play? At, um, oh, it wouldn't surprise you. I was thinking of that today. It is he true. is starting, is he? Yeah, yeah, I was thinking that today. I, I don't usually I'll give away team news, but I'm going to give you that one for free. Thank you very much. But uh, I'll tell you what else. I but was back on Monday, uh, Sunday, uh, Saturday against uh, Arsenal, Randy will be back. I'll tell you what else I was thinking today was that. It wouldn't be a bad idea to give someone else a go instead of Noble, I'm afraid. He was yeah. off the pace, giving the ball yeah. away. Well, he was before, and we, we ran a poll, which, which you ro- raised your eyes at as saying, should oh, Noble you and your be polls. <laughs> well, it's known lose day, and sometimes polls help. Look, Daily Mirror run polls. Why can't we run polls? You, we always get grief for running polls. Well, Should Slam and Billich be sacked? Yeah. Well, there you go. Why right, do you, so why do, why do you think that would give you grief? <laughs> why should we should we drop our captain? Yeah. Let's it's just a poll. a poll, John. Yeah. It's just the things. Chilled. You, Christ. You, it's it's just, only a poll. It's just ridiculous some of the time. I tell you. But there you go. Your, um, your own business. Anyway, you do what you want. Let me ask you a question. This is a loaded question. I asked it to. Um, Nigel earlier, which we'll hear in a minute. Would it surprise you that Billage doesn't think either Randolph or Adrian is good enough for West Ham and he wants a world-class keeper this summer? It wouldn't surprise me, no. Because good, I, good, I'm glad, because it's true. No, it wouldn't surprise me, because I've always had my doubts about Adrian. I never thought he was as quality as people. He's, you know, he's a decent stop, um, shot stopper, but... Joe Hart, maybe. I don't believe in Joe Hart greatly as a world-class goalkeeper. But where, how many are there out there and whatever. So it wouldn't surprise me if you've got a really good goalkeeper and still don't get a striker. It wouldn't surprise me. We need a right-back, man. Desperately need a right-back. Well, how long have we needed a right-back? How long have we needed a striker? Yeah. So. Well, talking about, let's go back to the game. So in defence, as you say, he had three. Um, Sacco must have been in for a shout for man of the match until he got injured. Yeah, he done really well. He did. He, he just shows what it's like to have a proper striker again, didn't he? Yeah, he was running his art out. Zanzar didn't get a chance. He's been told they're trying to renegotiate the deal to take the fourteen game limit off. That's the only way the man can be around, isn't well, it? Well, it surely? is. Yeah, well, you know, take it or leave it. Otherwise, he'll sit on the bench. Fletcher showed some glimpses again, but he Agreed. also he also um, got the ball nicked off him right on the edge of the box, didn't he? When he was trying to, yeah. So he's going to be make some mistakes and do what he does. But let me ask he's got you a, a good question. Future. I asked this of Huey earlier. Are hey, you? Yeah, I thought, I he, thought d- he looked all right. He didn't start though. No. And when I asked this to Huey earlier, when we had an editorial meeting, he said, "Well, he plays in the same position as." Lanzini's, you can't have both of them on the pitch. And I said, well, I thought he'd been bought as a bit of a striker and he was supposed to be this flexible player that can play in a number of midfield attacking or up-front positions. Have we really bought uh, a a record signing that only plays in the same position as as Lanzini? Well, I thought he was being brought in as our answer to our striker problem. So did I. But, but I don't think he plays as an upfront striker on his own, does he? I think he's done all Nor right. Nor does Zaza, by the way. No, he doesn't. And that's the another reason why they're probably, or maybe a reason why he's not performing. He's always played as a two. Well, that, that brings another point up. Lanzini had a poor game. I don't think he was terrible. It just wasn't, you know. I thought they were all, I thought it was effective. It was quite a difficult game. It was they had, they had to dig deep defensively they had to mm. sort of right through a lot of chasing yeah, no, no, I'm not going to give them too much grief it, w- it gave us hope and it, we woke up when we started to get disheartened probably before the Spurs match even the Spurs match I thought we had a lot of spunk <laughs> didn't you? I thought they 
as they I thought we starting. had some a lot of spirit, and for once you could have seen. Well, look, we were leading right up until minutes before full time. We could have won it if we didn't have a lapse of concentration. They're starting to show, and we could have won this one. And I will tell you what, I do believe we win on Wednesday as well. To go to the semi finals. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't, based on the fact that there'd be a reaction from them lot now. I think the they might. I don't think they're going to take this one too seriously, and I think they put their B team out. Although I'm not saying their B team's quite good. I don't think they can afford to. I think Mourinho's under pressure. That's their fifth draw, by the way. Yeah. I have a funny feeling, and Nigel says this in a minute, it might go to penalties. Well, we'll see. But yeah. I just, uh, I think we're starting to see. A bit more energy back in the team, a bit more fight. But I just think it needs a few tweaks. And um, I do think Noble could do a period sat on his ass for a bit and let someone else get in there. And yeah. that's how I could probably fit well, Ayu into the team. Uh, 30% agree with you um, in that poll. <laughs> 35%. I asked a question. I don't know how you would answer it. I asked a question on another poll. Which Man United game should we prioritise? the cup to get through to the semi-final or the league game. And I was told, don't be silly, of course it will be the league game. Everybody knows that. But 35% still said the cup game because we have this romantic view that we want a bit of glory, want a bit of silver, we Mate, want we day at we Wembley. we don't do anything else. We're not in anything else. We're not doing yeah. anything else. Prioritise both. Play strongest team again on Wednesday. Okay. And with that, I think it's right the time, well, assuming my editing skills can actually manage this, but let's have a go at it. Let's hear what the gaffer has to say. Well, that's not the right one, is it? Sure, sure. Sure, sure. Let's see what the gaffer has to say. Yes, I am. Uh, hi, good evening. Yes, I am very pleased with the performance, with the points, of course. Uh, the only thing that I didn't like tonight, and I said it at the half time, is that when you score the goal, you should be more confident than before you score the goal. You know, I mean, that's 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 kind of a natural, you know. We were like a, a little bit after we scored. That mentality that you are like, you are afraid that you scored a goal at Old Trafford. And then our bad spell of the game, let's say, was between from our goal till the equalizer. We lost, I don't know, we, my staff had counted that. We lost 11, 12 balls, like unnecessarily, definitely eight, nine of them, when, when we could explode exploit that because they were like any team no matter how confident they are they go a little bit then you have the crowd and everything and then uh, so in the first half what I want to say is they they were better than us they didn't create a lot but they created one chance after they they scored the goal uh, but then at the half time we asked from the players to go out in them and to be fair uh, the way we play second half here is it's was was really really good if not great so i have to praise the players of course they show they showed uh, commitment they showed team spirit uh, character but most of all the quality especially in the second half of the game well you know i don't want to discuss it but yeah i think it was it was i think it was a penalty to be fair wasn't, it was too close to be deliberate. It was, it was not for booking, you know, and all that, but the arm is here. It's very clear. It's very clear. So I think uh, it's not a blatant mistake from the referee, no, but I've seen even last night, watching match of the days, the penalties being given for, for, for much, much less than that. So it is a handball that stopped the cross we could have. It's a difficult season, you're right, and I admitted that I am not trying to, to avoid that, uh, saying that. But 
even after Spurs, we lost the game in a way that we lost at the end of the game or that I was positive because no matter that that way it hurts more when you lose it that way but you always have something to build on you know we approach this game against Man United by showing the most of the things from that game we don't we didn't want to bury that game like forget about it we wanted to bury the feeling about that game but not the performance so okay position we are not happy right if you watch like when we are still paying the price for uh, for September for that spell but we had injuries when we had bad form as well when we lost the home against Watford again uh, away West Brom home against Southampton and point home against Middlesbrough for that we are now Mother's Day is around the corner find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. With three or four points from those 12, we would be like a chap. So, but recently, there are really good performances from, from us. So that's why, uh, okay, the, por- the performances are not enough. But if you are playing this good, we're gonna, it's only a matter of time when we're going to get the points. That's basically what makes me as a manager uh, happy. You can't influence a lot. The result, the result. I mean, we could have lost today if some of their strikers had, a, I don't know, great individual action or whatever. But the, still, I would say the same about the performance. Sorry? Yes, exactly. Yes. Not only that chance with. Rashford, who, by the way, came on really good. But even before, as I'm saying, in the second half, what changed? The Man United is trying when you lose a ball, when they lose a ball, to press you like and to get it straight back. But if you come out of that zone, then you have space to explode. And then uh, overall, the whole second half, we were doing that really good. Uh, and then at the end, we, we had few good opportunities there that we lacked a bit more bravery, quality or last ball, but then at the end we had it. We had that chance that you are waiting because you can't expect to have five of them, you know, in one half. And we had that chance, unfortunately, uh, like last year they had a great goalkeeper to save that, but also can't forget that our goalkeeper saved us in a couple of situations where they have uh, great chances. Were you surprised to see Jose Santos stands for kicking the whole ball? Was that a surprise to you? That he... He was sent off? Uh, yeah, no, he, he was sent off. Uh, you mean, did he deserve to be sent off? I don't know the rules, you know, I don't know. I'm not, I don't want any manager, especially not him, to be sent off. Uh, that accident from our and he's next to me from our angle it was hard to judge was it a dive or a foul on him so I can understand it you know but I'm good with him of course and I don't want him to be sent off have you seen him at all? yeah I've seen him 
I don't know, we didn't talk about the mood, but uh, he keeps the level of, uh, he's a gentleman, at least towards me, you know, well done, talks you on Wednesday and all that, so I like him a lot, I don't hide it. Right, thank you. Thank you. What do you think of that, John? Hold up, you said quickly, let me just say it anyway. I didn't know you were going to ask me a question. What do you think of that, John? Yeah, I thought he was quite right again. You know, he talks a lot of sense. Um, so, what have we got next, Sean? So, uh, we're going to, uh, earlier today, because I knew this would be a quick one, and, you know, you haven't got a lot to say, really, and I forgot the running order, but I spoke to Nigel Kahn, because unlike, Pro- unlike both of us... We're professionals, yeah, aren't we? Unlike us, he actually went to the game. He went to Old Trafford. And uh, this is me talking to uh, Mr. Khan earlier. And we welcome to more than just a podcast. We welcome back to more than just a podcast. He's a serial ligger of all podcasts, but it, we welcome him back to more than just a podcast. It's Nigel Khan, the historian of all things West Ham. <laughs> yes. And and part time proprietor of a new fanzine, which seems to have died after about two episodes or or. Uh, three. No, there, there will be another one out very soon. Uh, I thought there was in time for Christmas. Oh, uh, yes. Work, uh, work. Uh, my my business sort of got in the way of that. I'm afraid. Anyway, we haven't come to talk to you about your fanzine. We've come to talk about Old Trafford, because you were one of the 3,000 that made the trip up um, to Old Trafford to watch quite a good game, and I just wanted to hear, I was shopping on Oxford Street, as I'm sure uh, the guys are going to rip me about before or after this uh, interview, depending on when it goes. Oh, they do. Yeah. Uh, It was the girlfriend. Yeah. Um, So tell us about the day. Did you bump into Reese Burke, by the way? To in bumping to who? Reese Burke. No, no, I didn't. I didn't. I, I try and keep away from young kids. They like to throw too much beer about. <laughs> so, did you make your way up on, with with the rest of the Manchester massive on on the train, or did you drive up? No, no. A friend of uh, a friend of mine off of uh, West Ham Sidebar website drove up for us. Went up there. Uh, it was a good day out, actually. Very good day out. We were up there early, had a little mooch about, around the ground, had a few beers inside the grounds. Uh, was that your black cab friend? Uh, he was with me, yes, but it wasn't in the black cab. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the meter was not on. As, as George would say by now, he's just flown back from the States, right? This is not a black cab or a transport podcast. Tell us about the game, because I didn't watch it. I've only seen the highlights. Tell us about it. I, I, do you know what? I mean, you ain't going to get a better start up there than, than scoring in, in, in the first minute. Uh, especially a good way to get Sacco back up and running. I thought it was a good a good performance away from home. It's the type of game you want. The only slight thing I may question is how we set up. If we're playing three at the back, more often than not, it looked like five at the back. Um, we were pushed too far back. And if you're playing three, five, two, if then I like to see two strikers. I think, and Payet seemed to hug the left touchline. I, I don't know why. Even when we were trying to break late on in the second half, if we got the ball out wide on the right, Antonio, there was no one more in the middle. Payet was dropping back, but Payet was pushed out left. Whether that was his own doing or he was told to stay out there, I'm not sure. So, um, I mean, it was a good did he get game. the formation? So he didn't get the formation right. You're not. Uh, are, you, are you still a supporter not, of Billage to, to the to the end? Yeah. That he must be given. You know, this season, next season, and and there's no thought of uh, replacing him this season. No, I'm. I'm <laughs> I, I, I am generally a backer of all managers. Uh, 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 I he loses seven games on the trot, um, Nigel. You still back? Yeah, yeah. Why not? So I would have lost more than that. I think at one point. Um, he you know, we, we go game between period. now and the end of the season in cup and everything else. We get wallop ten 0 every every game. Do you still support it? 
<laughs> well, I'm, 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 I've got to find your limit, Nigel. Made, what is your limit? I've made questions. What's, what's my limit? My limit's probably at the end of the season, do you stay up or not? And then I still think if you go down, depends on how you go down. If you go down in the Abraham Grant manner, where you just fall apart at the end of March, then, you know, obviously you're going to go. But if you put up a, a typical West Ham late fight till the end, where you're crapping in the middle between now and March, and then all of a sudden March you start winning loads of games, in the same style as what Road had done in a way, we took 42 points that season. We took we only had 21 by the end of February. So if you have a good fight at the end, and I think he perhaps he has got a team, he may be able to uh, to hold on to his job for the first five games of the next season if relegated. But we ain't going down. So I was going to say, I'm glad you said that because we ain't going down, are we? Do we really? That's the R word. No, it's a waste of time. So, tell us a bit about the game. Obviously, Sacco became our first goalkeeper, sorry, goal, um, striker to score a goal. And, and then on the 66th minute, he gets injured with a hamstring and, and he's, he's off again. Yeah, it was a bit of a strange one because he got tackled and it was right in front. I was at the front. So, it was right in front of where we were by the corner post. And it sort of happened in a tackle. So, I, was, I couldn't see whether it was an ankle or something it was strange because the tackle came in man you broke with the ball again and he was just making the signal to come off and he limped back halfway and then sat down to try and force the ball out of play and it wasn't until this morning i found out it was an hamstring so yeah. it's, it's disappointing it is disappointing because he did look sharp i think he had an header that just went over the bar in the second half so he, Should we have know, won the game i mean obviously uh you know, they, they deserve to draw level, I'm sure. Um, they came into it for a while. Um, but then we, we they sort of lost their momentum. We came back. So, it, you know, in my view, and I only watched the highlights, it could have been a game that went either way. Yeah, no, I think I think it could have gone either way. The good thing was is that more towards the end of the game, the last 10 minutes, what Billich will do, is he, which I love, is he will bring an attacker on. He won't try and shut the ball down. Uh, shut the game down he will bring the attack and he brought AU on we had Fletcher on so in a way we've got two forward players so we finished the game with better attacking uh, in, a, in a way players than what we started the game which is a good way of doing it because mm-hmm. they're now tired uh, so we can probably exploit some of the gaps they're making where they've played the game that's a good way to do it keep it tight for 80 minutes last 10 minutes have a go could, should we have won it? Was was the draw the? Not should. There should and could. Should we have won we it? Could have won it. I know. Not really, should. but we could have won it. Yes, but they we could deserve have won the draw it. then. Oh, we deserve. Yeah, I think a, a draw was a fair a fair outcome. If you look at it on the balance of play, they huffed and puffed. Uh, Randolph pulled off some good saves. Uh, but then we had some half chances and with better thinking, Fletcher, he's, he's a good player, but he needs to know when to lay off. When he's in the penalty area, he's, he went for glory and got crowded out when I think there was a pass on in the middle. So, question about Randolph. Randolph or uh, Adrian as your first choice? Randolph for me. All day long? Randolph. Uh, at the moment, yeah. Yeah, Would it at shock the moment. you it, it, if I told you that Village was looking for a, another keeper in the in the summer? No, it wouldn't. And I'll tell you why. What you've got to look at is that the, the club's ambition is to break into the top six. Are Adrian or Randolph top six goalkeepers? Well, that's no, exactly, I think, his thinking, that he needs a, a world-class keeper. Um, yeah, well, if you if you look at the day we sure. well, Phil Parks, you know, we, we we had you know you could say a good second division goalkeeper in Mervyn Day back in the day, but the club went out and paid world record free for a goalkeeper, and Phil Parks was the backbone of of all the good things we achieved. So if you yeah. look at it like that, Cluffy did it at Forest. He went and bought Peter Shilton. First line of defence is your keeper. Get a good keeper in, build from that 
So mm-hmm. if you're looking for top six, you know, the, the cheeky bid I'd be looking at would be Joe Hart, whether you can tempt him or not. But yeah, at the moment, in the position we're in, I don't think that is possible. Who's your man of the match for yesterday, on Sunday? Um, it's a tough one when you're at the game. Um, I suppose I'd give it to Randolph for the saves. But okay. there was a bit of an argument in the car about whether he could have saved the goal or not. Well, I think it was difficult from what I saw. I didn't see well, it was, it was side on to me. So I, they were saying, oh, he let it go. He could have got across. It was side on to me. I so who, who should he start no, with up front on Wednesday? Obviously, are you going back to Old Trafford on Wednesday? Well, that was enough Manchester. No, yeah, two days off work is a big no-no for me at the moment. Um, who would I start? I think... Well, I wouldn't go with Andy Carroll, even if he was fit, because he'd probably break down again. I think. No, well, David Gold, to... your mate David Gold has said today, although he said he was going to be ready, he needs an extra week of intensive training. So, at the moment, oh. it's a no. Sorry. Uh, well, all he's got, realistically, is Ayu. Well, he's got Zaza. Yeah, as I said, all he's got, really, is Ayu. <laughs> he's got actually Fletcher. Fletcher could be brought on Kets as a sub. I mean, you could you could start with both of them. I mean, if you want to have a go, is play a three-five-two. Yeah, is AU a striker or a attacking midfielder? I would say AU could play off as a secondary striker. So if yeah. you had Fletcher down the middle, you could play. A, if you had a three-five-two, so you have your three centre halves, your two wing backs, Criswell, Antonio. Midfield, Noble, Obiang, uh, Lanzini, Payet. Could, you could play Payet with Fletcher up front or or, hmm. or, or go for no striker, the old Allardyce. Oh, the old false nine. The old yeah. false nine. Have Payu, yeah. Payet, Ayu, Lanzini. You know, so what do you think? there's uh, options here. We've got two games. Um, uh, we've only got a few minutes left on this segment. Um, we're playing Man United again on Tuesday, uh, Wednesday in the EFL Cup. Yeah. And then we've got Spurs, yeah. uh, sorry, Arsenal on Get one of these names, um, at home at the London Stadium. Which ones, what's your prediction for those two games? Uh, I can see us winning on penalties uh, on, on Wednesday night. Yeah. Or and the Arsenal game, oh, it's a tough one. I actually think we'll lose against Arsenal. Oh, well, my last question, right? Because we're just before we say goodbyes, I hear in the grapevine there's a planned protest on Saturday, a Brady out. Yeah. Bans. Yeah. And ban, sorry, what is it? Bans. Fans, not bans. Uh, would Nigel Khan, historian of West Ham United, be joining in in this protest? Uh, well, I, I don't believe in discussing when you protest publicly in case the club are listening. OK, so that's a so, yes then. Do you, do you believe the protesters <laughs> are right uh, on this particular protest? Yes. Against Brady, you do? Yes. Do you think yes, many would join in on Saturday? Uh, I think you could get a fair few. The, the problem is, is that if you say you had a thousand people partake in the protest, yeah. the protest is to take your seat after bubbles yeah. once the game has started and show them empty seats. Well, the problem you get is, uh, would you know probably notice. Would you yeah, know the difference? No, you, you know. That's it. There's so many empty seats anyway. So many people have been walking after kick-off anyway. You won't know if they're yeah. a protest or someone who got yeah. stuck so caught we, like getting in because of turnstile trouble. There you go. Well, but then, you know, there might be a different way of doing it. You know? Well, we're going to talk it publicly. We've run out of time. No, today. definitely not. As always, thanks for being our guest on more, more Than Just a Podcast. Is there anything you want to um, plug your your Facebook, your your fanzine or your Twitter or anything else where people can find Angry Nigel? They can find Angry they can find Angry Nigel normally on Twitter at MyWHUFC. <laughs> Excellent. I'll let you go so you can talk to some other podcast, Nigel. But as always, you're a gentleman and a <laughs> What do you think of that? Oh, thanks a lot, Sheldon. Hold on, mate. What? 
Well, Nigel's what, what was that? <laughs> what happened there? I don't know. What goes on? What's, what's going on? I obviously haven't heard that yet, Sean, so I'm going to listen to that later. Yeah. It's not like to lie. If I haven't heard it, I haven't heard it. Do you know what I mean? We usually lie most of the time. Lie? Why is it a, what a thing to say? Anyway, um, we weren't really organised. So at the very last minute, I put on the Facebook group, going live at 7.30pm with the podcast, so st- say stuff here quick. Yeah? Yeah. Did you like that? Yeah, that's great. Um, and, um, <laughs> well, <laughs> you might laugh, but I'm waiting for the Facebook jingle to come in because I sort of put it ahead. So I, n- I need to fill some space because it will be coming in in a minute. Um, well, you'd say I laugh, but I don't really yeah. find it very funny. Oh, here it comes. All right, great. Dave Fortress says, any transfer news? Any transfer news, John? Uh, no. Uh, well, <laughs> we have done some already, and I said um, we uh, we talked about right-back from Sunderland, Coney. Uh, we need a right-back. Um, we're looking at Sturridge. Um, seriously, we're not, are we? We are seriously looking at Sturridge. You know uh, that. You know what? Well that wouldn't surprise me in the slightest. I <laughs> know. We are. Let's sign another striker from Liverpool um, that's got a history of injuries. Yeah. And uh, we still got the money in the kitty, which sort of says we're not going to do the Zaza deal. And I've said we're looking for world-class goalkeeper as well. Plus a ton of wingers that we always, Polish winger and everything. I've done a number of stories on Clarence and you that you can find the transfer news, Dave. I've seen over in the lights of Twitter, in the Twitter ramblings, that Backer is being touted again. So No, that's not, not true. Okay. Uh, Alex says, uh, Randolph or Adrian? Randolph. Randolph for me too. Rob says, stuff here, now, quick. He's just repeating back what I said. Well, at least he put stuff down. Well, because I said... Thanks, Rob. So, say stuff, now, here, quick. So he said, it's a joke. Podcast gold. Stuff, now, here, quick. Yeah, I got it. I got That's it. That's why yeah. I thanked him. Uh, Lewis says, still in dire trouble. I'll be interested to see how what Mancini could do with this team. This season really does resemble 2002-2003 season in many ways. If we don't pick up at least 20 points by Christmas, we will definitely go down. Definitely go down. Not so sure about that. Do you think we're in trouble? I think we are in trouble. I don't think you can deny we're in trouble. But I see enough signs at the minute to see a positive upturn. Now... Uh, over Christmas, we will, we will find out. I do believe that. Yes. Excellent. Well, that's our um, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, I didn't bother looking at Twitter. I mean, I just can't be bothered, really. Can you? Uh, yeah, I'd love to, but I, well, I, I you've got I, your I phone got, with you. I haven't got the uh, time at the moment, so let's crack on. Thank God, thank, thank God George will be back next week. George will be back next week, and it'll all go back to normal. We will yeah. have some <laughs> resemblance of a You're lucky you're getting quality. a podcast out at all. I tell oh, you you're so skills. lucky. Uh, skills. <laughs> That's what they're you all lucky people. Right, predictions. We've got two games, John. Right. The first one is the EFL Cup quarterfinal at Old Trafford against the Red Devils. I think it will be. I Can't think. Go for I think. Draw. I think we will lose. Unfortunately, I don't think. I think it'll be close, and there'll be some dubious decisions, and we will lose. Oh, who's the ref? By the way, it's I not, don't know. It can't be John Moss again. I will go, I think I've already said, I think it will be a draw at full time. It will go to extra time and West Ham will win on penalties in f- in front of the Stretford end. Ooh. There you go. That's Is that too precise? Game. That's an exciting game. I'm looking forward to that. Now, now we talk about um, the a big homecoming of the Olympic Stadium. Sorry, the London Stadium. I don't even want to think about that place. Um, against... London rivals, a good old London derby against Arsenal. Arsenal, the Gunners. Yes. I reckon it'll be a draw, 1-1. Just that, who will score? Uh, who? Antonio. Okay, all right. You don't expect Andy Carroll to come back? No, I don't. I think it'll be a tight affair. Um, I'm going to go for 1-0 to West Ham. With Andy Carroll coming on as a super sub in the second half and scoring a goal with his head for his comeback. How does that suit you? It sounds great. 
Well, let's hope we get your outcome more than mine. Oh, you're not looking forward to this, are you? No, I just uh, it's just like a later off kickoff. We've got to wait half hour to get out of the ground, or we've got to walk around. It's not a late kickoff, crap. though, is it? Yeah, it's half five. Is it half five? Yeah. So it's everything about it is just like going there, not being able to get out of the ground, not being able to, you know, it's just. Do you know, I'm glad you told me that because I was going to piss me off again. I gives me the ache. I thought I was going to go at three, so I'm glad you told me it was a half five kickoff because I go. might have got there too early. There you go. Well, I'd like to think we would have talked beforehand on the day or something. So do I. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, the end thing's coming up, and I don't really want to edit it, so I, I want to talk for about two minutes. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Do we know how to move it? Yeah, I'm sure you've just really just pause it and drag and drop it, sure. Okay. Well, let's say goodbye, then. Okay. Let's say goodbye, then. Um, Come on, you irons. No, 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 we don't say that. We say, it's goodbye from me, okay. Sean, and it's goodbye from... Me, John. Hey, hey. We don't do that. It's a different way. But anyway... Anyway, that's it. It's different. See now. you, folks. Professionalism returns as much as it ever does next week when George is back in the studio tweaking the knobs and whatever else he does. Tom's back from his American tour. Yeah, yeah. GT is in like Anyway, uh, come on, you irons. Come on, you irons. Bye. Bye. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15 stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rose, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.